Hello, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Ice Cream Uploads here on Thursday. I've lost the date. It's the 14th. It's the 14th of April. Can you believe it? It's Easter weekend over here in the UK as of tomorrow. That includes, obviously, Bank Holiday Friday. That includes, sorry, Good Friday and Bank Holiday Monday. How are we all doing, ladies and gentlemen? Apologies for the no stream yesterday. It has been absolute chaos in the Jelly Media uh, building, including the ICU studio. So unfortunately, obviously, we didn't get that one done yesterday. It was touch and go whether or not we was able to do that today. It w This will be probably the fastest scoop you have ever seen in your life. I just wanted to get on. I mean, apart from Graham calling me a pussy hole for not for not potentially not going live today, that's kind of tipped me over the edge and thought, fucking hell, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to put something out. So this could be the fastest twenty minutes. Well, fastest twenty minutes of your life. Make of that what you will. Um, but we are going to go, I'm, I'm literally going to fly through this literally as fast as I can just so I can get something out for you guys today. Obviously, because there's no stream tomorrow. There's no stream on Saturday. We're back live on, on, on Sunday with myself doing some Fortnite things. Maybe a bit of eFootball, maybe a little bit of WWE as well. We'll see how long that goes for. I'm hoping to get on early and probably finish about two o'clock. Um, so maybe 10 till 2, a little four-hour stream there. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see. It all depends on, obviously, my child and things like that. Um, and then, obviously, no stream on Monday as well. So we will be picking the scoop back up on Tuesday, as and when the bank holiday weekend has finished. JMK's in here nice and early. Taze Bad's also here, saying hi all, 10 a.m. Uh, and then, is that Jude Kuss? Jude Kuss 14 says hi. First time chatter, we very much appreciate that. That. Is not a can of Stella, my friends, or a dart fruit. That is the can of that is the sound of a can of monster being ripped open. Um, again, usually we do a little bit at the beginning here where I'm asking how you all are. We talk about the things that we played last night, blah blah blah. We haven't got time for that today. We are literally just jumping into the show, getting the news read, giving you my thoughts and opinions. I'll give you, and then hopefully you'll give me your thoughts and opinions. I will give my thoughts and opinions on your thoughts and opinions, and then. That's just, a, that's just what the show is like. But I will tell you that this show goes live each and every single weekday at 10 a.m. on the dot, not 10 to 12 in the afternoon. And obviously that excludes bank holidays, annual leave, and all the other stuff in there. But at the beginning of the week, we do post out a schedule as to when we are going to be streaming. We adhere to that streaming schedule pretty well, apart from when we can't. I know that's counterintuitive. I know that is a very easy statement to make when you say, yeah, we've got live each and every single weekday, but then you don't because you can't, because you got work stuff comes first. That's just essentially what it is. Well, hello there, Mr. Dribbly Bibbly. <laughs> Says Nietzsche. Good morning, sir. Um, good morning. I mean, I've seen you this morning. I've spoke to you this morning in other, other people's chats as well. So you're definitely stalking me at this point. Um, but let me take a swig of my drink and we're going to jump straight into the first news article. I do apologize. It was an article that I was going to run what, uh, live with yesterday. I put it as today's article, uh, lead article, purely because I'm lazy and I couldn't be asked changing the thumbnail. I know that sounds ridiculous and I know I could have spent the 10 minutes it would take me in Photoshop to make a new one, but it, the news didn't go out yesterday, so I'm using the bloody asset. Do you know what I mean? I'm going to mute my uh, mute my laptop as well, otherwise you're going to wear the Discord going crazy. Uh, Timer says, just so, uh, just so you know, sir, you're on Twitter, says you have last week's last week schedule pinned. I mean, it's irrelevant now, isn't it? it we're, we're like one stream away from completing the week out anyway. <laughs> We do usually change that. We do post it post out and then change it and swap it out for the new one. But Graham's not here this week to be able to check everything that I do and say, is this good enough, mate? And he'll go, no, and I'll go and do it again. 
Um, but yeah, sometimes I need that hand-holding. But anyway, anyway, you guys want the news. Fucking hell, is a week off and it goes to shit. We love you, baby. I mean, yeah, technically, he's the kind of person that just pushes me in the right direction. I go all on, do it. I get all the stuff, bring it to him, and he goes, yeah, that's okay. I know that shit, do it again. That's essentially how our working relationship is. <laughs> Graham, playing e-football. No, um, he's probably outside. I mean, to be fair, he's probably still in bed. Because of, was he playing PUBG till two o'clock this morning again? I got a message from him at like five to two this morning because I sent him a message like six hours earlier. Um, I'm the same with my wife keeps me in line. Absolutely. I am. I'm definitely like that. Uh, Graham's always been a pushy git. Yeah, but he gets it to be fair. Most more often than not, he does get the best out of me, whatever that looks like. Uh, yeah, he was kept me up till then. The goth <laughs> is he out, he's outside in bed. What? I mean, if I had a hammock. Uh, one that would hold my big fat ass. I'd probably be outside as well. It's meant to be 17 degrees in Manchester. So if he's not outside, he's doing something wrong. Um, but no, he's not playing e-football. As far as I'm aware, it would show me that he is, but he's not. I want to play e-football. Uh, it's warm here, says Timeless. Yeah, it's meant to be 17 degrees. It's meant to be like boiling this weekend. I don't need it. I'm playing golf tomorrow morning. I just want to get my legs out and not be burnt. Um, so I suppose I'm going to be putting Factor 50 on tomorrow. Anyway, we're getting away from the point that I said that this was going to be a very quick podcast for you guys today. And that is exactly what I'm intending and giving. And you guys are distracting me with all your comments and stuff like that in the chat. That makes this podcast what it is. Stop! Wait. I'll stop. Hammer time. Whichever one you want. Um, so moving into the first news article of the day then. Boom. Oh, it's bringing brought up on the stream. I did test all the cameras today. So if you wanted to see Bibi in HD up close and personal, that's the wrong camera. That's the wrong camera. There you go. Camera's working today. Uh, I don't know why. I just had to unplug it and plug it back in again. Despite having a blue light on, it, it wouldn't work. But uh, the one thing I didn't test, actually, was the pips. So there we go. We're okay. We're okay. He's lying in bed. I'll give him a nudge, says Nietzsche. <laughs> Is a new eFootball good now? Yes, I played that about a week and a half ago at a press event. And no, I shit you not, me and Graham had the just one more game feeling about it. It's definitely worth playing. It's free to play. Get on there. Give it a download. See what you think. Uh, 17. That's so wrong. It's five and no sun here. Ooh. I'm here for Bibi, not the news. Oh, fantastic. Thank you, Timeless. I appreciate that. Like, that. That's the kind of shit that gets me out of bed in the morning. But anyway, written on VGC by Jordan Midler. He states that analysts suggest that PlayStation VR 2 will launch in 2023 due to a delay. That's unfortunate. We was hoping that it was going to be some kind of Christmas release this year. But anyway, moving into the article. An analyst has suggested that the PlayStation VR 2 will launch in 2023 as a result of what implies is a delay. According to Ross Young, CEO of Display Supply Chain Consultants, the new headset will launch next year and will use OMELED screens. Uh, that, that does say OMELED, all in capitals. It's not me fumbling over my words. It's A-M-O-L-E-D. For those of you that aren't aware, I have no idea what that is. But that's what it's called. In a report to the supply chain website, he claims that AMOLED will be back thanks to the launch of Sony's PlayStation VR 2. We expect these AMOLED panels to have a pixel density well above 800 ppi, which is a record high for mass-produced AMOLEDs. Young goes on to praise the quality of included displays, writing with high contrast displays and no visible screen door effect, the PSV2 VR2 is likely to be a hit amongst gamers. In a tweet promoting the report, Young said that VR display shipments rise from 50% to 15 million in 2022, despite delays to 2023 and at, at Apple and Sony. This could imply that the new PSVR2 was originally intended to launch later this year, which I'm fairly certain we have covered a few times on this podcast that we was expecting it or it had 
been implied that it was going to be delayed. It was going to be coming out around the Christmas period, maybe with a new bundle PS5. But anyway, uh, earlier this year, Young tweeted that PSVR 2 would have over 800 PPI resolution per eye, with 2,000 uh, by 2,040 panels, up from five uh, and a half inches, 1920 by 1080, which is your standard resol resolution for anything HD. This looks like it's been upped and it's going to be a little bit better. But anyway, uh, with the 386 PPI in the PSVR originals for both eyes, this is a big improvement. State-of-the-art direct view OLED resolution. So, for tearing this down, I mean, I'm not going to continue with the art because we've got all the information that we need. But if anybody has ever played any of the original PlayStation VRs, you will know that the screen resolution is okay. It's okay, it's playable. For me, it, gen it genuinely looked like a 720 display. It did not look like a 1080. Uh, Ads, thank you very much for the host. I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, come in, come in, all of you. Come in, come in, take a seat at the front. They're all, they're all open there for you. You can get involved in the chat. Um, but anyone who has ever played PlayStation VR with the original headset, it did look like a 720p headset, if I'm being perfectly honest. It didn't take away from the, the games, like playing Resident Evil 7 in VR was fantastic, Arizona Sunshine was fantastic, Gran Turismo was fantastic. It could have looked better. It did look quite blurry. Hopefully, with these new headsets, that won't be the case, because I have played with VR headsets at Arcade Club, I know, name drop again, um, and they were fantastic. Playing, uh, I think it was Dirt 5 in VR with the haptic uh, feedback on the wheels and the headset and the, the cockpit and stuff like that. It was fantastic. That's what the future of VR looks like to me. It can't look as blurry and as grainy as it did in the PlayStation VRs. And it looks like we are getting a lot better resolution in these new headsets. You want a next-gen gaming experience, well, the VR headsets have to be the same as well. If that's what it takes, then delay it. And it looks like they are going to be doing our original thoughts uh, are all the directions leading to was going to be Christmas this year. It's a shame that it won't be, but I mean, we've seen the likes of Zelda being delayed from this year into next year as well. So it's not going to be the end of the world. It will just be an as and when thing. Plus it'll give you a lot more time to be able to save for it because I think the PlayStation VR original headsets are still about £350. You may get them cheaper on Facebook Marketplace used or in the likes of CEX and stuff like that. But they're still over £300, which is about the same as a new console. If you are going to be buying this PR headset, I imagine it's going to be upwards of £500. So it is going to be like buying a brand new console, but for the experience that you may get, we don't know the VR games that are going to be coming out for this year. I wait eagerly as to what this is going to look like for us. Because, again, VR is the future of gaming, but it just needs to be better than what it is now. Like, having the Valve Index with the being able to play Half-Life Alex with your literal fingers, if you just move them just slightly, the moving game, that's fantastic. I love that. The Oculus Quest 2 is another fantastic piece of equipment. You can use it wired into your PC or wireless. That's the future. That is what the future looks like. I can't wait to be part of it. Uh, will we be playing Skyrim in VR? Good question. Probably not, because I don't think my studio, which is the spare bedroom at home, is big enough for me to be able to... Uh, yeah, it's just not... I can't really do much in that room. It is the tiniest box room available in the house, which I didn't want to take up the, big, uh, the second biggest room, because obviously that's going to be what Joseph is going to be growing into. Um, so my, my, my office is literally six foot wide, 
uh, and about 12 foot long, but that includes a built-in wardrobe and stuff like that. So where my shelves are behind me at home is literally where the wall finishes. So I don't know if I'm going to be able to do that without putting my hand or foot through the wall. Um, Wes says he loves his Oculus. Uh, never never in this house. Hi all again. Taste bad. How's you doing, mate? How are you doing? It's good to see you guys joining us this morning. I appreciate that. I know it wasn't, it was just a spur of the moment. We're going live. There was no, we're going to be going live later on or anything like that. So you guys just dropping in as and when you do. Absolute legends. Appreciate that. Right, moving on to a little bit more wrestling. We talked about a little bit of WWE this morning. Uh, we're going to move into something that's been written over on VGC by Chris Scullion. And he states that the new AEW game may reportedly be released as early as September. The WWE 2K rival appeared to still be in early development when it was last shown. The article continues to go on. A new report claims that an upcoming All, uh, all Elite Wrestling, AEW for short, uh, video game may be released as soon as September. The debut video game for the upstart rival to WWE is being developed by Ukes, the Japanese studio previously responsible for WWE SmackDown and the 2K series from the year 2000 to 2018. Four years ago. I can't believe they left that long ago. Uh, anyway, while seemingly early footage from the game was shown last year, uh, June and September, there has been no further information about the title since. However, according to Fightful Select Paywall via Wrestling Inc., there have been internal discussions about potentially releasing the game in September. The report cites, oh, match with the subscription. 21 months. Thank you so much, mate. Very much appreciate that. I just caught that in the corner of my eye um, because the labels keeps on disappearing on the stream after about five minutes. So I do appreciate that. Um, but thank you very much. 21 months, you absolute legend. Appreciate that. Um, Moving back into the article again as we were midway through, the game also reports that it's now a publisher and the report claims that what the publisher is announced will be in the news accompanied by other information such as the release date. Veteran WWE game developer Utes confirmed last year that it was working on a new best-in-class console game for WWE's rival firm at All Elite Wrestling. During the game's announcement, it was revealed that the agree uh, the Jama Illuminary, the Hideo... Hideyuki Ichiwasha, the director of Classic Fighting Games, WWF No Mercy, and Def Jam Vendetta would also be involved in the AEW title. You shared the first in-game footage of the AEW game last June, which featured Darby Allen fighting against a generic green character. <laughs> this was followed by a minute-long clip in September, which showed the character model for Jungle Boy, along with footage of him fighting against Darby Allen in the ring. Uh, Iwashi influence can be seen in the footage which also looks like a modern version of wwf no mercy rather than the recent ukes wwe games it was also confirmed in september that the late owen hart who died in an accident in wwf in 1999 will make a posthumous appearance as a playable wrestler in aew as part of a partnership with a non-profit charity the owen hart foundation this will mark hart's first appearance in a wrestling game since showdown legends of wrestling in 2004 I'm going to be very controversial here, right after I take a sip of my monster. Ooh. Controversial statement inbound. I think it's time we move on from WWF No Mercy, guys. Like, for the time, it was absolutely fantastic. The controller scheme was fantastic. We are now in 2022. And I know this, this is ironic, considering I keep on saying Resident Evil should go back to tank controls. but we're in 2022 now what the wwe games have become and what the newer iterations is is what i want from a wrestling game do i want 
WWF No Mercy in a reskin. I think that would look great. Do I want that in a mainstay uh, wrestling game at WWE or AEW? No, I don't. I want, I want it to be fun. I want it to play well. I want it to be fluid. And I don't think that the No Mercy system is as fluid as we remember it. There is a lot of games nowadays that if you go back to, you will absolutely despise. And the nostalgia glasses will wear off extremely fast. I want you to go back and play GoldenEye because that's the game that everyone talks about on a Nintendo 64. Go back, play that game. I can guarantee you, you will last 10 minutes playing that game before you think, Jesus Christ, never play this game. Another one. The Getaway, Black Monday, or the get or the original Getaway on PlayStation 2. Go back and play that game, or those games, and you will realize extremely fast that the control screen is shit, the graphics don't look as good, and the voice acting is horrendous. All of those things put together were fantastic for when the games came out, but nowadays we are accustomed to bigger, better, and fresher experiences, and I do not believe that a game like that would be able to survive in, a, in, a, in an industry like this. If WWE's game that came out is now the pinnacle it is now the bar that's been set you can't go back to a you can't go back to what wwf no mercy looks like <laughs> the only reason it brings me to that is that it does say in the article um iwashita's influence can be seen in the footage which looks more like a modern version of wwf no mercy rather than a recent ukes wwe game ukes have been known to develop fantastic games over the years uh, wwe games Obviously, the left, I can't remember what they're called, something reflections. The guys that have just taken over from WWE, me and Graham, Graham has to help bail me out with this every single time I mention them. Um, but they're, they're the guys that have managed to take hold of what Ute's left and run with it. Like the original games that they brought out afterwards after Ute's left were a disaster. They know that they've got better with the they've got better with the engines, and now they've made what I what I consider to be one of the best WWE games has ever been alongside the likes of Here Comes the Pain, alongside Shut Your Mouth, alongside the original uh, No Mercy, alongside WWF SmackDown, Know Your All. Like, all of these games are fantastic games for their time. Go back and play Here Comes the Pain. It, it might not be as playable as you once remember, but the bar has been set now with the new WWE game. So what the WWF game, uh, sorry, what an AEW game looks like now with the No Mercy engine. <sighs> Visual concepts, that's it. Well done, Dave. Um, what it looks like now, I don't know. I can't remember. No, you're always better, but I'm saying that because we had the PlayStation and not the N64. Um, I believe that Day of Reckoning is probably one of the best WWE games, but didn't get a chance to get it on the GameCube. I've heard that. I've played it. I can't confirm that because it was obviously a product of its time. But Day of Reckoning never gets a shout out. But anyway, uh, a time of source, I still have it and play it regularly. Definitely the best wrestling game I've ever played. I'm guessing you're talking about no mercy because the aki engine has been around forever like there is games now called like here comes the bang which just takes all of the best bits of what wwf no mercy was but just make it a lot more modern we've we had it actually installed on the gaming pc in this studio at one point but we just needed to buy n64 usb pads which we never got around to doing um here comes the pain says ads again uh, over everything like that engine can be playable and usable now but I don't think that is going to live up to any kind of expectation for modern games. The main issue with the game is that the save bug nearly early versions of the game. Yeah, I mean, game breaking stuff like that, I'm not genuinely asked about. I'm talking about the mechanics of the game. 
the mechanics of the game live and die by it. Imagine PUBG. You were playing PUBG, but then the mechanics all fell apart in a, in a new update. Like the, you couldn't you couldn't jump over things. You couldn't uh, aim down your scope. Like the stuff that you come to expect from a video game now, but then go back to what Medal of Honor used to be like, where there was no crosshairs. Sorry, there was crosshairs on the screen, but you couldn't zoom down your scope and things like that. Stuff that has been modernized for newer video games. The over-the-shoulder camera. Like, imagine a Resident Evil didn't bring that out, and then we wouldn't have had the likes of Dead Space, we wouldn't have had God of War, we wouldn't have had um, any of the other uh, over-the-shoulder games over the years. So... Yeah, I feel like we've uh, I feel like we've moved on from that, but the proof is in the pudding. Let me see what that game looks like. Let me have a go of it, and then I'm I'm happy to change my mind. But if it comes out and it plays like Here Comes a Pain, I'm not having that. It's not going to be a game that I'm going to be returning back to anyway. Not that they'll be asked. Not go. Oh, don't put don't put that out. Bibby said he's not going to play it. Do you know what I mean? But here's what it is. Anyway, I said we was flying. We are flying. We're still flying. Let's move on to the next news article. Do do. Boom. Rain on Eurogamer. Bye. What happens to my voice then? Matt Wales. Next week's Battlefield 2042 update brings 400 new fixes and improvements, including attachments, overhaul, and more. Developer DICE is ready in a major new update for Battlefield 2042. Let me make sure. Yeah, I'm in the way. I thought I might be. Let's move myself over to the right. There we go. Uh, Developer DICE is ready in a major new update to Battlefield 2042 with the Belligrudshooter. I think I've sp- I think I've pronounced that right. That's a big word for me. I can't, I can't cope with that. Shooters 4.0 uh, release promising to deliver 400 fixes and improvements when it arrives sometime next week. Although full patch notes won't be available until the next week's launch, Dice Community Manager Kevin Johnson has shared some of the release's key features on Twitter. Attachments will, for instance, receive an overhaul update in 4.0, with Dice aiming to ensure all you feel unique and have an impact on the loadout choices and gunplay. Additionally, XP for support actions and team play have been balanced to ensure teamwork remains king and there have been balance changes arriving for the vehicular warfare in a bid to give the infantry and vehicle counterplay some bite. Elsewhere, Rio and Peak will see their traits updated while Sundance receives some fixes to their grenade belt, allowing for a better anti-armor grenade target acquisition. Jesus, that's a mouthful. Within their immediate vicinity. And finally, as far as today's revealed highlights go, ribbons have been tweaked to allow easier unlocking across all modes such as Rush. Expect considerably more details on Battlefield 2042's promised 400 bug fixes and quality of life improvements when the full patch notes arrive next week. Um, I don't need to go through the bomb thing they're just basically saying how much they apologize and things like that anyway so is this where you guys come back in is this where we come back in is this where we want to jump into playing battlefield again the only person i know that has been that i played this game on launch that is in my current circle is lotus Maybe Fixer as well. I don't know how long he played it for. I'm sure his was a sponsored um, stream anyway. But in terms of wanting to go back and play this game again, are you guys going to go back and play it? 400 bug fixes is a lot. Oh, sorry, Timeless did as well. Apologize, Timeless. Apologies, apologies. Okay, asking you because you're in the chat now. Are you going to go back and play it again? Are you going to give it another chance? 400 fixes is a lot. And I do feel like, even if, even if it was 50 fixes, even if it was 50 bugs fixed, that would tempt me back into it. But 400, 
that, mate, that's a complete overhaul. That feels like a DLC. Do you know what I mean? Like that feels like you're completing, you are tweaking and fixing half of the game at this point. Um, so I definitely, definitely feel like this is probably going to be worth your time again. Whether or not it's a two-hour job and you realise that it still feels like the same game, the balance is all over the place, there isn't, in, there isn't enough for you to keep on coming back, then that is, that is entirely up to the person who's going to be playing it. But in terms of me wanting to jump in, 400 bug fixes, that's unbelievable, if I'm being honest. If this isn't on EA Play now, by the time that this comes out, I feel like that would be a missed opportunity. People are paying or they're getting included in Xbox in Xbox Game Pass Unlimited, the fact that they can play EA Play stuff. If this isn't in that mix now to try and get players to come back, I feel like that genuinely is a missed opportunity. It should be in there now. Um, issue with WWE 2K uh, for me is that the AI model having problems with the count, face qualities all over the place, the licensed wrestlers, some are fantastic, others look like bad community versions, says Madge. Uh, from what I hear, Battlefield 24 2 patches in the save game uh, level, uh, is in a save the game level importance. Absolutely agree on both instances. I'm not going to say uh, sit here and say that all the character models in WWE look fantastic. I do agree they've taken their time better with more uh, with other, uh, some more than others. Uh, but for all intents and purposes, the gameplay and what's available in the game with like my roster and stuff like that gm mode my rise uh the um Ray Mysterio campaign and things like that. There's enough for you to be able to keep on going back and that's exactly what I want. Uh, I will wait and see. Yes, hello, I did too, says Timeless. I'll give it a try, but it's wearing thin. Um, I'm going to play it this weekend and then play the updates so, uh, so you're new to the changes. Uh, it's been a while. Yep. I mean, I think a lot of people did that with, pro with, uh, with the football. I think a lot of people went back to familiarize themselves with what 9.1 is. And then when 1.0 comes out, they can feel the difference, which I encourage most people to be able to do. If you know that there's an update coming, sometimes it's not worth your time. And sometimes you think, okay, for my own mental state, I'm going to play the game, see how it plays. And then when the new one comes out, I'm able to see the differences. I feel, I feel like I do that with a lot of games, if I'm being honest. I want to be able to come in with a fresh uh, opinion of stuff. I mean... I hate to call myself one, but I genuinely, I, I, do, we, I feel like at this point we do consider ourselves as journalists. I know Graham did a journalist, uh, journalist um, course in university, got a degree in that. I'm not, I didn't, but I feel like we're giving you the news. We go out and scrape it. We're reporting. We're giving you our thoughts and impressions and things like that. You could kind of put us ourselves in there. So uh, doing my journalistic work to be able to go away get as much information as I can to then bring to you guys with my thoughts and opinions. I do believe that probably borderline makes me a journalist. Um, not that I would ever give myself that title officially um, or professionally, but for all intents and purposes for this show, I do feel like that's the, the line that we end up crossing. Um, Match says, I have no interest at launch and even less now. I hope it does the job for those few hundred that are still playing. Is that free football or for Battlefield? Um, Dave says it's going, to, it's going to be a little too late for now for the casual players because reputation has already been set in. That's, that's, that, that's why I feel like they need to put this on EA Play. For those guys that do have, and they're apparently they're, they're saying that there's over 10 million people that are subscribed to Xbox Game Pass, they now have the opportunity for potentially 10 million players going back in and playing this game. I do feel like that is the best way for them. I'll make it a free weekend or something where they'll be able to play it for a short amount of time or a long amount of time if it's on Game Pass. 
and get back into it. Even if they end up playing it for five or six hours and they're not uninstalling it, it's more people coming back to play and try the game. I feel like that is the best way for EA to be able to give something back to people because this hasn't been great for them. Let's be honest. They can't make this a free-to-play game now because people have already bought it. I feel like the next one may need to be free-to-play. Um, but for, for this game now, the best way to get this back into people's hands and to give it a second shot or a first shot if you didn't want to play it in the first place, stick it on EA Play. Even if it's for 10 hours, the 10 hours one rather than the full game, let people try it out and then they can make the mind up for themselves. It may lead to further sales down the line. It may, it may lead for um, word of mouth for me me jumping in and saying to you guys definitely worth your time now definitely 110 percent go in see if you enjoy it we'll all squad up blah 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 uh for battlefield i was a huge fan and back uh battlefield two days and before then i agree i was one of those guys i was one of those guys i kind of started to fall out with battlefield after hardline um i did enjoy the cops and robbers thing if i'm being honest um it's been uh, i haven't seen it done before um, you could talk about graphic art and stuff like that, but genuinely, like you got payday and things, which is like four v everything, um, PVE. But the cops and robbers thing I thought was quite cool, um, quite a cool concept. So after that, I kind of fell out with it. Yeah, I play every other one maybe. Um, well, again, EA Play could be your saver with that. Timeless says Hardline was a great concept, but didn't work as well as it should have. I feel like that's probably where my interest in what started to wane on um on Battlefield. Um, but you've all given your thoughts and opinions. I've just given mine. I believe that if they wanted to make this game a success going forward, put it in EA Play, whether or not it's for the ten hour trial or for a uh, part of get a part of the Game Pass um Game Pass catalogue. I feel like that's your best way to get back into people's hands. I've said that about 400 times, so I will stop saying it and I will move on to the next article. Again, I told you we'll end up flying through this today. What's that? What hour have we been live for? <laughs> it says 35 minutes. So it is what it is. I told you we were flying through this today. We were, I'm very, very busy. We're very, very busy people. Um, but moving swiftly on. Doo -doo -doo. There we go. Richest 3's next-gen release has been delayed again as CD Projekt brings new development in-house. This is written by Tom Ivan over at VGC, and he states that Saber Interactive have previously been handling the development. CD Projekt has delayed the new-gen version of The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt again and brought development in-house to complete the project. The PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series S and X editions of the game were being developed externally by Saber Interactive, which also previously handled the game's Nintendo Switch port. The Witcher 3's new-gen uh, new release was originally scheduled for last year, but in October it was delayed to the second quarter of 2022. A new launch window wasn't announced uh sorry a new launch window wasn't announced on wednesday i got it right first time uh, we have decided to have our in-house development team conduct the remaining work on the next gen versions of the witcher 3 uh cd project said we are currently evaluating the S and X, PlayStation 5, and as a free update for players who already own the PC versions, Xbox One and PlayStation 4. The title will also include DLC inspired by the next Flick series. CD Projekt revealed in March that its next Witcher game will kick off a new saga for the franchise. Blah 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 blah. We don't need to read that. I probably should have moved the camera as well, so I do apologize if it was uh, covering any of the text that I couldn't piss pronounce uh, That was a joke, by the way. Um well yeah, Witcher being delayed again. For the third time, oof, oof, do you know what? 
it's a bloody good job that this was a bloody good game and it came out. Do you know what I mean? Like this isn't CD Projekt putting all of their hopes and dreams into bringing what uh, a new Witcher. This is a game that's already out there that they're trying to make look visually better. It's a bloody good job that it was a good game to start off with because this, my friends, would probably tank your stock prices even more. Again, I I hate saying stuff like that, but cards on the table it's not been a very good two years for cd project has it let's be honest um but looking under the bonnet cd uh, cyberpunk looks like it's getting into much 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 better shape the witcher decided to bring stuff back as uh, into, sorry the witcher team are bringing stuff back in house so they can continue to finish it we're having the saber interactive I don't feel like they're in crisis control at this moment in time. I do believe that they have the best intentions for this to be the best game it could potentially be. Again, the game is already a fantastic game to begin with. It's just making it look and adding that stupid word of polish to it um, and then adding some more DLC into it again. What I will say is, I'm shoe on in the Skyrim referencing here to you, to you guys as well. Um, what I would suggest is, if you haven't got this on any of your old-gen consoles, I would suggest going out and buying this game uh, either when it comes out on sale on a PlayStation on the PlayStation Network on the uh, on the Xbox dashboard wait for the sale pick it up for like 4 or 5 quid cuz that's how cheap it goes or buy the disc version wait for the PlayStation 5 version you'll get it for free don't go out and buy this game at full price again I don't usually like saying that because I do believe that if the game's worth buying then pay full price for it cuz it will obviously end up funding the next one but when they give you incentives like this, like they did with Skyrim, if you own the special edition, you get the updated anniversary edition for £10 rather than paying £50 for the game uh, again. That's the best way to do it. That's the best way. I paid £13 for my copy of Skyrim special edition and then I got the update for a £10. So I paid £23, saved myself £27. Do you know what I mean? Look after the pennies, people. This is a big daddy baby coming at you with some hard hitting facts. Look after your pounds. They will look after you eventually. I know it's meant to be uh, pennies. Uh, it's 4 99 in the PlayStation sale at the moment. Boom! Timeless is coming in with the clutch. Get in there. £5 on your PlayStation 4. I'll just go onto the uh, go onto the website. Get it downloaded. Boys, when the PlayStation 5 version comes out, you're paying £5 for The Witcher 3 on PS5. Like... It might be three years since you're able to play it, but get yourself sorted because eventually you want to play this game. If if the Netflix series didn't make you want to play this game anyway, then it might be a lost cause on you because it's a fantastic series. But this, The Witcher 5 on PlayStation 5 for £5. There's a lot of fives in there. Maybe that could be the tagline. Get it done. Get it sorted right now. Uh, Tyler says CD can't keep it. They can't have do much right at this moment in time. Oh, Chappers is in. Hello, chappers. What are you saying? Surprise have been working on a proper game, a uh, new gen release. Feels like the timeline remasters and re-releases seems to get shorter and shorter. Soon we're getting Battlefield 42 remastered. Not a chance. I mean, The Witcher 3 was an Xbox 360 game, if I remember rightly. So it's been out a hell of a long time. Um, was it an Xbox 360 game? Am I getting that mixed up? Um, the Witcher Xbox 360 or was it just the second one that was on the Xbox 360 uh, it could just be the second one I think I might have been talking shit then I'm, I'm fact checking myself here yeah it does look like it was just uh, it, was a, it was a previous gen stuff the Witcher 2 um, was out on the Xbox 360 Witcher 3 came out on Playstation 4 okay got you got you got you got you got you fact checking myself keeping myself in line do you know what I mean do you know what I mean? Um, I thought it was on the current gen. Yep, you're right, Chappers. Uh, Witcher 1 was never on Xbox, nor it was on PC. I actually downloaded that game on GOG. 
about a year ago, actually, because I never played the original one. I never played Witcher 1. Um, I only played the second and third one. Uh, which one was never on Xbox, which two was on 360. Yeah. You guys keep me in line. I appreciate that. Um, I do have to fact check myself sometimes when I do think that something's happened somewhere else. That's what he's what. I respect the fact check, but yeah, it's pretty short timeline. Um, two, when did it come out then? Uh, the Witcher. The Witcher 3. The Witcher 3. What was it saying? Two in 2016, maybe? Why is it showing me that? The Witcher 3 release date. Here we go. Uh, 2015 it came out, so yeah, it was well into the uh, the, the, the PlayStation 4s. Did the PlayStation 4 come out in 2013? Might have been 2014, but anyway, anyway, The Witcher 3, ten, it's not nearly 10 years. Well, we're in 2022. So, seven years ago, you probably think it's due a remaster by now, don't you? One game of the year, 2015. Uh, says Timeless. Yeah, I mean, seven years is a long time in video games. Also, Subshag didn't see y'all went live, just finished up uninstalling. <laughs> I am not repeating that. Um, November 20th, November 20th. Yeah, because I got my PS, uh, PS4 on release as well, on the release day, which and that was the first console I ever had on release day. Um, and I bought it myself. Um, or did Samantha buy it me? No, she bought me a PS5. I bought, I bought myself the PS4. Um, but yeah, I got that on release day. Uh, that and the PlayStation 5 I've had on release day now. But anyway... Uh, yes, it, it, The Witcher 3, get it for £5, go out and get it, it's on play, It's on sale on PlayStation now, you'll get that when it uh, eventually comes out in four years' time. Um, it'll probably be the 10th anniversary by the time they bring it out, if I'm being honest. Um, but yeah, we've got one new, one new story left for you today. Again, I told you this was going to be fast, this is going to be an half an hour show, um, probably moving into 40 minutes of a show. But anyway, Nintendo, let me bring that, there, there you go. Nintendo Sony update subscription guidelines following UK investigation. I think you put this one in timeless. I did have Dave's story as well, um, but I tried to cram in as much as I could today. So I may, uh, that, that's probably something that I'm just going to talk about on social media about the Steam Deck being able to be played via a GPU, which is absolutely batshit crazy. But go over and see MVG's video, Modern Vintage Gamer. He did a massive video on it, which is obviously what Dave alluded to and the article that supports that. Um, yeah, if you want to play stream, stream deck on, uh, sorry, your Steam Deck with 4K, um, he's the guy that you can go and have a look at. But Tom Phillips has written this one over on Eurogamer saying that Nintendo Sony to update uh, subscription guidelines following the UK investigation. Both Nintendo and Sony will change how they market their respective subscription offerings in response to an investigation by the UK's Competition and Marketing, uh, sorry, Markets Authority. The UK regulator has been investigating all of the big three console manufacturers, though Microsoft opted in January to get ahead of its findings and roll out changes to Xbox Live Gold and Game Pass worldwide. Now, Nintendo and Sony will also have to offer uh, alter their services to help better guidance for customers as reported by gamesindustry.biz is this because of the the playstation now stuff that's recently been come out about how convoluted it was on that because this kind of points towards it as if what i can see anyway uh, sony has said that they will contact long-term inactive playstation plus customers who are still being billed to remind them to cancel unwanted subscription plans then eventually stop making payments so sorry nintendo meanwhile will no longer sell you its nintendo switch online subscription with auto renewal as its default setting you'll now have to manually switch to, uh, this on after becoming a member as a result of our investigations a number of changes have been made across the sector to protect customers and help tackle concerns about auto renewing subscriptions the cma's executive director michael greenfield said today 
Today's announcement therefore concludes our investigation into online video gaming sector. Companies in their sectors will offer subscriptions that auto-renew should review their practices to ensure they comply with the customer protection law. In January, Microsoft said that it will auto-renew policies clearer by stating uh, when they went and by how much a customer would need to be charged the next time that they are billed. It said it will contact existing customers and offer a refund if they reach subscribe by accident and Sony will contact inactive members and ultimately stop making further payments. This isn't the first case of console manufacturers being put in the spotlight after consumer rights. A long-running saga regarding Nintendo's eShop pre-ordering cancellation policy is still ongoing as German and Norwegian authorities work to get its seven-day limit on digital refunds extended. PlayStation, of course, has big plans to bolster its PlayStation Plus offerings in the near future with a range of more expensive tiers that offer Game Pass-style library of games as well as older titles. This is a good move in my opinion. I am currently locked out of my iTunes account, my personal iTunes account, and I've been paying for Apple TV for about six months and I can't get in to cancel it. I have tried numerous times to get into it. It may get to the point where I'm having to write an angry email to get into it. Um, so if they could stop auto-renewing that, that would be fantastic. Um, but yeah, this this actually, this this works for me. A lot of people forget to unsubscribe, so then they hit with the £50 charge or whatever it is for the year's subscription um, without even remembering it. It should be, you bought the year, no auto-renew. You bought one year solely to buy the year, and for all, for all you know, for all they know, I mean, they wouldn't have been asked because they're taking £50 from you, but you could have been a PlayStation PlayStation Plus subscriber all the way up until the PlayStation 5 came out, but you actually switched to the Xbox. They'd take you 50 quid from you, and you just bought Xbox Live for the year. So this is a good move. If you're buying 12 months, it's 12 months that don't have anything else. I know this is why a lot of people end up doing top-up stuff that you can buy the cards for, the voucher stuff from like Morrison's or whatever. You'll buy the year, put it in, redeem it, no credit card on file, bosh. There we go. Uh, Madge says, good move. Uh, Tito says, I hate iTunes. It's just so awkward to change and manage passwords. But I can't even get in to do that. Um, and also, good after morning. Uh, Tavon says, I always cancel my subs and never auto-renew anything. PlayStation, Switch, always manually renew. Dave says, just block Apple with your bank. It'll get them to come calling for you soon enough. I mean, that's a very good shout, to be fair. That's a very good shout. I might do that instead. I can't get in. Like, I've tried, forgot your password. I've tried, forgot your username. I know what both of them are. But it's like, you, you know, your second security questions, like where it's say, fucking, what's your first pet's name and shit like that. I know what it is. Let me type it in. Like, it's ugh, whatever, mate. But yeah, he won't let me do it. Uh, please, uh, Twitch, please do this. Yeah, I mean, you have to go in and manually do it yourself. You have to cancel it. Twitch won't do that, though. Twitch will never do that. They're quite happily taking you £5. Uh, don't make me fill in a questionnaire every time. <laughs> every time I'll sub to more things. Fair. Fair, fair, fair. But ladies and gentlemen, I told you this would be the biggest and fastest scoop. I mean, I've got five news stories in, in under 40 minutes. That has to be some sort of scooping record. Um, but I do appreciate every single one of you that have uh, jumped in for today. I can actually send you elsewhere today, which is quite nice. And I already have in mind who I'm going to send you over to. Um, have I still got you on screen there? I have, Anna. Let's bring, the boy, let's bring me on screen. Off screen. I very nearly showed you what was going on on WhatsApp then. Do you know what I mean? Um, Firefox. Not that I'm not an open book already. Do you know what I mean? If I call you a cunt, you're a cunt. You know I mean? uh, but anyway, that's the end of the scoop for today. I very much appreciate every single one of you that have joined us for today's scoop. I am going to say, is Jenkins still live? Jenkins is still live. Boys, he has over 113 people watching him play football today. It is eFootball 
version one launch day today so please if you are sticking around here just go over and say hi to him he is a top guy uh the visual the overlays and stuff that he puts on your screen is 100 percent worth your time for at least at least four hours of your day um so again i appreciate that guys we will be back this weekend on sunday there will be no stream on saturday as graham is actually out he has left the building he will be at a wedding um so we will be live on sunday Mwah playing some Fortnite, may even do some WWE, may even do some eFootball as well. I'm going to try and get on for like four hours or so and we can try and break it out a little bit because I can't hold attention for more than two hours uh, without my head falling off. Um, but yes, that's what we're going live with. If you do want to squad up on Sunday, please let me know in the Discord at the time when we go live because I'm shit at planning stuff going forward. Um, but we were back with the scoop on Tuesday. Here's Bank Holiday, please. Get your ass out this weekend. You have Friday and you have Saturday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday for you to be able to go out, enjoy the sunshine. It's meant to be glistening. It's meant to be absolutely stunning. So go out, enjoy yourself. Don't worry about video games. Don't go on social media. Just go out and enjoy the, the fresh air, which is exactly what I'll be doing tomorrow. I'll be swinging my golf club at 10 a. Um, but if you do want to get involved with the show and you want to help shape it, there is two ways that you can do so. First of all, find us on social media. It is at Ice Cream Rollers across all major social media platforms. Or alternatively, find us on Discord. If you're watching this on any of our on-demand services, go into the description below. All we need from you is a URL plus your thoughts and opinions. We will then give you our thoughts and opinions on the very next show, which will be on Tuesday, as I have mentioned several times now. But we're going to self and We're back in the studio, 10 a.m. ish, having a good after morning chat with you guys. But as as I always say, guys, we we we, we, we want you to say frosty. But as a massive word of warning, get your fucking ass off the sofa and do whatever you want to do this weekend. Go out, enjoy yourself. The weather's going to be great. That's all I want from you guys to do, and just be happy and enjoy yourself. But as always, guys, we want you to stay frosty.